wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Get clear on exactly what your outcome is, and then we need a way of measuring those outcomes. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to stop lying to yourself. How can you catch yourself in a lie? How can you make sure you are not bullshitting yourself? How can you make sure you're giving yourself the truth at any and all times and you are not leading yourself down the path of inaccurate formulas that will lead to negative, unwanted outcomes? Now, before we get into this, first of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who's in my text community. If you want to be in my community where you will receive every morning a message that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, all you have to do is text me to get my daily motivation message every day. My number is 305-384-6894. So right now, open the text message app in your phone. You already have your phone in your hand or in your pocket. So open the text message app. Send a text to that number, 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out the daily motivation, you will be a recipient and added bonus. You can respond to any one of those texts that I send out and you will actually be able to get a response back from me because I do respond to my texts. So you got that number there. You know what to do with that. And let's get into our topic. Oh, yeah. By the way, you're listening to this show. You are getting value from it. Please go leave a review and a rating of the show on Apple Podcasts or I think Spotify does ratings now. I think Spotify does ratings of shows. Let me look it up right now. I think they do. I'm not sure. So let me be sure before I say so. Is there a way to leave a review of a show on Spotify? I'm just looking. I thought I saw an email from Spotify that was saying that you could leave reviews of shows, but maybe you can't yet. Let me see. Oh, yeah, they do have reviews. So right now, work on your game masterclass right here. As you can see, if you're watching this on video, you can see that we have a five-star rating right now. My show is rated five stars and yeah, I have a five star rating right now. The work on your game masterclass, it says that I have received 
25 ratings so far, but I don't think there's a way to review the show. I think all you can do is just rate it. As far as I'm looking, that's all I'm seeing. I'm just seeing that you can review it. So, or rate it. Rate is just the stars and review is what you write. So on Spotify and Apple, leave a rating of the show. That's the number of stars that you can see right here. And then on Apple, you can leave a review of the show. That's when you actually give some words and you actually say something about the show. And let me pull the show up on Apple Podcasts as well, because I want everybody to see this, because I want y'all to know that I'm not messing around here when I'm telling you, leave a rating and review of the show. So to work on your game masterclass as of today on Spotify, I just showed you it had 25 ratings. On Apple Podcasts, we have 501 ratings and an overall average rating of 4.9 stars. The last review came from Armani.com. That's what it says. It says, this is a high quality podcast and each episode posted every day, Dre Jobs Dreams by giving you a few pointers that can help you work on your game. He explains things in a way that is not only detailed, but also extremely straightforward. And I'm reading this straight off of Apple Podcasts and I've never read this before. So if they say something bad, I'm going to read that too. I'm listening for about a week. And when I fell off and wasn't working on my game, Dre dropped two episodes. This really highlights the importance of self-discipline and self-respect. Doing what you say you're going to do, having goals and making good choices in order to reach those goals. I'm working on my game right now. Shout out Dre and his team. I'm Team Dre all day. So shout out to Armani.com for being Team Dre all day. And as you can see, our overall rating is 4.9 out of 5 and 501 ratings. You see all those five stars we got. And we got a couple haters that gave us a one star, <laughs> whoever they are. <laughs> and you can actually read the ratings that people have left us. I'm scrolling through right now if you're watching this on video. So again, Leave a rating and review of the show so that people know the game that we're giving people every day here on the show. With the number of listeners that we have to this show compared to the number of ratings and reviews that we have, it does not make sense. All of you who are listening to the show, please go and leave a review of the damn show so that other people can know that we are giving this game out. I'm doing this every day. I don't know what else y'all want me to do. That's what I need you to do. So now this topic, how to stop lying to yourself. Now we're getting into the point. I saw this post on Instagram whenever I came up with the idea for this episode. There was a woman who had posted some affirmations. And I guess this is something that ladies do, especially coaches. They post these like affirmations for other women to say. Men do affirmations too, but I think women uh, more dominate the affirmations market. And what I do when I send out my daily motivation text, I mean, sometimes you can call it an affirmation. You can look at my book, The Mental Workbook. You might think that these are affirmations. I call mine more auto-suggestion. This is more like giving yourself a directive than I would say an affirmation. But anyway, this woman has some affirmations for um, fitness and body. It was around the subject of your body image and your personal fitness and stuff like that. And there was like a carousel. So you swipe through, you can see all the different affirmations that she was giving. And one of the things that she said, there was in a direction of, you know, the scale doesn't matter. I am enough. And, you know, whatever the number says on the scale, that is not indicative of the quality of your body or you know, how you should look at yourself, et cetera, et cetera. There's something along those lines. Combine that with the fact that I was on Twitter and I saw this advertisement for Gatorades. They have a new product called Gatorade Fit, F-I-T, Gatorade Fit. Now, I didn't know that Gatorade needed to delineate or make it clear that they were making a product for people to be fit. I thought that's what the whole purpose of Gatorade was for people who are fit and athletes and you know working out and staying in shape. But anyway, they have a product called Gatorade Fit. What's different about that from the regular Gatorade? I have no idea. And the, in the advertising, it was a short video, but it's this woman was probably about 240 pounds, not that tall. She was fat. I mean, uh, let's just call it what it is. This woman was fat. 
And she had on like some workout gear, like she was doing yoga or a handstand or something like that. And she's the person that they use for this ad for Gatorade Fit. And I'm like, what the hell is this? This woman is clearly clinically obese. All right. So it's, it's my opinion to call her fat, but clinically obese is something that can be measured based on her height and weight. And then you no know, compare that with her age and her body mass index and all that stuff. This woman was clinically obese. I can eyeball that. And I remember seeing this ad and I responded to it. I posted, I did it like a quote tweet and said, what the hell does this have to do with fitness? This woman is clearly not fit. So if Gatorade fit, is this the result of Gatorade fit? This product's not going to sell. And the thing is, we know what Gatorade is actually doing. Gatorade has jumped on as many corporations have on the woke train. And they are taking people who generally would not be held up as a standard of fitness or beauty generally would not be held up as these standards. I'm not saying that the woman can't be beautiful if she's obese. It's all beauties in the eyes of the beholder. It's somebody for everybody. But the fact that Gatorade has jumped on this woke train and now they're taking this and saying, oh, this is fit instead of getting a woman who's actually, you know, like in shape and looks like she actually goes to the gym consistently. Was this other woman clearly does not. And if she does go to the gym, I don't know what she's doing in there. Maybe she's getting a massage or something, but she ain't exercising. And no one wants to say anything these days because everything is based around affirming anyone, affirming everyone, even when the person that you're affirming is clearly on some bullshit. All right, if somebody's on some bullshit and they're not in shape, you're not going to use them for a fitness ad. That doesn't even make sense. So over here, that stuff doesn't fly. For those of you who are new around here and maybe those of you who are not new, but you haven't heard me speak on in this direction, you're going to learn today. Let's get into it. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to stop lying to yourself. Number one, you need a system for objectively measuring yourself and your actions. A system for objectively, two words, system and objectively, measuring yourself and your actions. And I want to make sure that all of you understand that everything that we talk about here, we talk about this stuff over and over again. I talked about systems Many times on this show, I talked about building a system for your business in episode 1838. I talked about why systems and processes work and also why people don't use them regardless as episode 1569. And I've talked about systems and processes in many different episodes of this show. And I mentioned them in many episodes, but I had them in the title and notes that I just gave you. And also when it comes to objectivity, I told you how objectivity became the new controversy in episode number... 1800. I talked about how to be objective in episode 1808. And I told you how truth is always objective in episode 2009. So systems and objectivity are not new subjects around here. I've talked about them many times in the past. And the point here, number one, is you need a system that will objectively, meaning telling you the truth in black and white, not based on anyone's opinion, completely dispassionately telling you the truth about where you're at and where you're going. That system can be in the form of something that you are measuring. It can be in a form of other people, but there needs to be some type of system in place so that you can know what's really going on with yourself and it is not coming from you. It can't be based on your own assessment. You are the least qualified person on the planet to assess where you're at and where you're going. Yes, you are the least qualified. Why? Because you are emotionally attached to yourself and emotionally attached to what you're doing and your outcomes, meaning you are the easiest person to fool when it comes to whether what you're doing is working or not working. I told you about this in episode number 1709, how to not fool yourself. And I also told you in episode 2191, how to stop fooling yourself when you are the easiest person to fool. If you haven't listened to those episodes, they are all linked down below in the show notes. And also, by the way, any episode of this show that you ever want to listen to that I reference, go to workwhenyourgamepodcast.com. They are all listed there. 
this current wave that we have right now of affirming and validating everybody just because. And one of the reasons is because many people just don't want to have these kind of real talk conversations. A lot of people just don't want to tell somebody straight up, listen, what you're doing is some, on some bullshit. No, you're not fit. You're fat. No, your stuff is not working. That's not going to work. You need to kill that and go and get a better idea. We gotten into this way where everybody's afraid of telling people the honest truth about what their situation is. And the problem with that is the less we tell people the honest truth about what their situation is, people are starting to believe their own bullshit and smell their own urine and think that everything that they do must actually be good when it actually isn't. And the problem with that is we're going to have so many people thinking that their stuff's good when it's not, that when someone finally comes along and smacks them in the face with reality, they won't be willing to accept it because they spent the last 10 years being affirmed and validated by everybody else, by the people who are supposed to give them the truth. They're not doing it anymore. People are basically abdicating from their responsibility of telling people the truth. Specifically, parents are doing this. Teachers are doing this. People in my role as thought leaders are doing this. Companies are doing it. They're taking a fat person and putting them in an ad for fit for a product that for our whole lives has been known as something for athletes, people who sweat every day and work out and have muscles. Now they got a fat person advertising their product. What sense does that make? It doesn't make any sense. This has been tried, folks. It's not new. You might think it's new, but it's not new. It has been tried and it does not lead to positive results. Here's a question for you. How do you know if your idea is working? How do you know that your current process is getting you closer to your desired outcome? How would you know? That's my question to you. How would you know? Your answers to these questions should be black and white answers. They should be clearly measurable, even measured by somebody who knows nothing about you and is looking at your process and looking at your progress for the first time. Now, you might be asking, Dre, how can somebody who doesn't know anything about me be able to measure my progress and know if, if it's working? Simple, because you have a system for objectively measuring, which means any person who can read and write should be able to use your system and objectively measure where you're at, even if they know nothing about you. That's how objective and clear your system needs to be. Is not based on opinion. It's not based on expertise. It is not even based on experience. All that person has to be able to do is understand your system and understand your measuring process. And they should be able to look at your system and process, look at your outcomes and say, here's where you're at, period. Let me give you an example. Any of you ever been on a scale before? You know, a scale that tells you how much you weigh? All right, a scale is a system. What does the scale do? It tells you exactly how many pounds you are or kilos you are every single time. It tells you accurately. It does not care how you feel about it. It does not care about your opinion. It does not seek to validate or affirm you. It tells you the absolute truth of where you are at. A scale is a system for objectively telling you where you are weight-wise. Now, is that the whole story of your whole fitness life? No, but is it part of it? Hell yeah, it's part of it. That's what a scale does. It's objective. It is completely dispassionate. My question to you is, looking at your work, what do you have in place that is objective and completely dispassionate that will tell you the truth every single time and that you are willing to listen to when it tells you that truth? Oh, see that that last part right there, that last part right there smacked some of you across the face really hard that you are actually willing to listen to. Because I can tell you plenty of ways you can get some objective truth somewhere. The question is, are you willing to listen to that objective truth? Now, that right there, that's the kicker. That's the challenge for a bunch of you. It should be clear based on your system. And if you don't have one, you should join me in my university. I will help you. Trust me, I'll help you. It should be clear whether you are on the right track or not. It should be clear whether you are on the right track or not based on what your system tells you, because it's not based on opinion, feeling, or perspective. Systems can be black and white measurement, coaching, mastermind groups. People hold you accountable. Something. You need something to tell you the truth consistently, and you need to listen to it consistently. Do not leave your success to your own measurement of yourself, because you are terrible at it. I just told you. Second law of thermodynamics is the law of entropy. Every 
object is always and every organism is always moving towards the state of chaos. It's just like gravity is always pulling you down towards the ground. You must have something, some force in place to counteract the pull. What you have to counteract the pull of gravity is the fact you have bones and muscles in your body that keep you from just collapsing on the floor because gravity is always trying to pull you down. Gravity moves at 9.8 meters per second, moves an object down at 9.8 meters per second. The reason why you're not collapsing on the floor right now and stuck to the ground is because you have bones and muscles that hold you up. As soon as those bones and muscles fail, you'll be laying on the floor and you won't be able to get up. Remember those old commercials back in the day? I'm falling and I can't get up and you push the little button and emergency people come. Why don't I show those on TV anymore? Anyway, side note. Anyway, do not leave your success to your own measurement of you. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop lying to yourself. Number two, get clear on the desired results and measure your actions based on results, not on feelings, not on opinions. So step one, get clear on the result. What is the outcome you are looking to achieve? Many people cannot clearly articulate the outcome they are looking to achieve. Therefore, it doesn't matter what you do. You can't achieve an outcome because you don't know what your outcome is. Now, anything you do could be good. Anything you do could be wrong because you have no idea what the outcome is. What is the goal? What many people do is what we call the Texas sharpshooter logical fallacy, which is if somebody shoots a gun at the wall and they see the mark, they see the hole in the wall that the gun made, and then they go paint a target around the hole that they created and say, hey, I hit the target perfectly. That's what many of you do. Well, you shoot at the wall and then you paint the target around the hole after you shot it and say, well, I hit it perfectly. I'm doing exactly what I need to do. Bullshit. Get clear on exactly what your outcome is, and then we need a way of measuring those outcomes. We have created this world, or we have molded this world, because it didn't start like this. We molded this world where feelings and opinions seem to matter more than facts, and what this leads to is entropy, at least the chaos. Don't fall for the trap. Your actions must be measured by their results because you are in a results-based business. So, so you see how all this stuff connects. There are way too many people these days who are basing things on what we call progress, but it's actually not progress because they're basing it on how they feel and what they personally think about the situation. How you feel about your situation has nothing to do with the objective facts of the situation. That's a repeatable statement. How you feel about the situation has nothing to do with the objective facts of the situation. If you cannot or will not understand and accept what I just said, you are on your way to failure or you're already there and you're just going to stay there. You must understand that there's a difference between your feelings and your opinions, once those together, and objective facts. And until you can separate these, you will continue to have problems over and over again. And one of the reasons why, and this shouldn't even be a subject, honestly, what I just said shouldn't even be groundbreaking to anybody. I wish that it wasn't. Honestly, I do. But I'm happy that it is because I can get content out of it. I told you in episode 1800, objectivity is a new controversy. Being objective is controversial now. Objectively looking at situations is controversial, not being in your feelings, not basing your opinions on emotion, but basing them on actual facts. That's the controversial position to be in now. Uh, that used to be normal. All right. Ten years ago, that was normal. Now you're the controversial person by doing this. Funny how that changed. But hey, I accept it. It is what it is, but we're going to work with it. But I'm going to talk to the people who are trying to counteract this in your own life. And I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Let's move on to point number three. Today's topic, once again is how to stop lying to yourself. Number three, remember that you are in a results-based business, as I just said. How much business you generate, whether or not you can get into or stay in business, how well you do in business is all based on the results that you produce or don't produce. This is not a feelings-based business. It is not an opinion-based business. There are very few, and actually maybe zero businesses in the world 
And if you know something, tell me about them that can sustain over time based on feelings and opinions. Very few businesses can sustain on feelings and opinions. Let's go back to the Gatorade example that I just gave you at the beginning of this episode. Gatorade is not going to stay in business much longer if they were to convert all of their advertising to using people who are clearly out of shape, people who are fat, people who are, don't look like athletes and using them to advertise their products. What they're going to do is alienate their core audience and they won't be able to sell their product anymore. They will go out of business. I'm going to guess, this is my educated guess, my theory, that Gatorade just did that to get a couple woke points. They did it. But I bet the next Gatorade ad I see is going to be an athlete on there, somebody who looks like they actually know their way around a gym, unlike the actual equipment in the gym, not the lobby, but the actual equipment, because they can't keep doing that and stay in business. It's impossible. I talked about this when I talked about the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. If any of you saw the recent one that came out in uh, spring of 2022, there were four people on the cover. It was Elon Musk's mom. If it was Elon Musk, I think it was Elon Musk's mom was one person. Then they had Kim Kardashian, which is she pretty much fits the mold of what you expect Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Elon Musk's mom does not. She doesn't fit it. Then there's Kim Kardashian who does fit it. There's Sierra, the singer. She does fit it. And then there was a woman who I forgot the woman's name already. Yumi. I think her name is Yumi Nu. Now she's a Japanese American. I believe she's some sort of singer, some sort of vocalist. I never heard of this woman. And it doesn't even matter if I heard of her or not or what she does for a living. The point is that she fit the mold of a normal Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue cover person? The answer is absolutely not, because this woman is, she's fat. She is a woman that, again, I did an Instagram live on this the day after the episode, not the episode, the issue came out. And I said to the people who are watching in the audience, all right, if you saw this woman laying on the beach and I said, is that woman fat? Yes or no? And most people's answer is yes. And some people tried to offer caveats. Somebody, some man said, yeah, but she carries it well, whatever the fuck that means. All right, she's fat. All right. Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is targeted towards who? The core audience of Sports Illustrated. Who's the core audience of Sports Illustrated, folks? Core audience of Sports Illustrated are masculine sports-interested men, mostly heterosexual, who want to watch sports, and once a year they want an issue that shows them girls with very little clothing on. Thin women with very little clothing on, showing off as much skin as they possibly can without having to you know, put it inside like the black package, like Hustler or Penthouse Magazine. That's what the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is. It's soft porn. That's what it is. And Sports Illustrated has built enough of a reputation they can get away with doing one issue of that every single year. And they have also built an expectation of what their core audience should expect from that issue every single year. And here's the key. See, it's not about what I think of Yumi Nu, the fat Asian-American woman they had on the cover, or what anybody else thinks of her. The point is, what is Sports Illustrated built their brand and reputation on when it comes to that once per year issue of the swimsuit issue is, is a certain type of woman that they have built the expectation you're going to get in the pages of that magazine by putting that woman on the cover. Also, Elon Musk's mom on the cover. I don't know why they had her either one of them on the cover. They are going against what their core audience expects from them. Why would Sports Illustrated do this? Again, they're doing it the same reason Gatorade did it is to score themselves some woke points, which is fine. Score yourself some woke points, but I guarantee you, if Sports Illustrated keeps doing that, they're going to lose subscribers because their core audience is not a bunch of feminist women who are cheering. All the feminist women who are cheering the fact that Yumi Nu was on the cover, guess what? They don't subscribe to fucking Sports Illustrated. So this, that's why this was a bad idea by Sports Illustrated. They're trying to score points to people who don't even buy from them. Why are you trying to score points to people who are not even your core audience? I just told you this yesterday when we talked about, I told you Seth Godin talks about the smallest viable audience. 
Who are the people that are actually buying from you and want what you are offering? Are you selling to them? Are you giving them what they want? You start giving them the exact opposite of what they want. What are you doing? It's not like these women who were cheering for Yumi New to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit are all of a sudden going to start subscribing to the magazine. They're not. All they're doing is cheering for you on Twitter. They're freeloaders. They're not making you any money, Sports Illustrated. What the hell are you doing? That was a very, very bad business move by Sports Illustrated to put that fat woman on the cover of the issue because, again, they have already set an expectation. Their expectation, if I'm a subscriber to Sports Illustrated and I got the cover with her on the cover, I'm pissed. I'm sending it back and saying, send me the one with Kim Kardashian on the cover. Send me the one with Sierra on the cover. I don't want this one. What the hell are you doing? Like for the last 10 years, I've been a subscriber. I know what I want. I don't want that. Send me the other one. That's what I would do if I was a subscriber to Sports Illustrated. So yes, I want the Kim Kardashian car. I want the Sierra one. Those are the people I expect to see in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. I don't expect to see this woman, Yumi. And listen, shout out to Yumi. I don't, Yumi, I don't have a problem with her on a personal level. But as far as the business goes, her being on the cover of that issue, when they have decades of reputation with their audience for doing things a certain way, to just do this, to serve who? A bunch of people that don't even give them money makes no sense whatsoever. You got to make sure you are not doing that. Make sure you are not following a trend, but in fads, make sure you are giving your audience what they want. And sometimes your audience wants the same thing you always been giving them, just a little bit different, not that much different. So the question is, what objective measures are you using to gauge the progress and success of your business moving forward? Every business must be based on some objective measurement. The objective measurement for a company like Sports Illustrated is this is what we've been doing for 70 years. It's worked. We got all these subscribers. All right, what the hell are they doing now? I have no idea. If you cannot clearly answer the question, what you are objectively using to measure the results in your business, you may not even have a business. Understand everybody has feelings. Not everybody has a business. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop lying to yourself. Since you are in a performance and results-based business, and you are, make your decisions based on what actually works rather than what you want to work. This is something that somebody should have told the powers to be at Sports Illustrated before they decide to run that cover. Notice the difference between the two. What actually works may only be a small piece of what you want to work or maybe something completely different from what you want to work. So are you able to put your ego aside and accept this truth? Many people are not. Many people would rather fail doing what they want to do than succeed doing what the marketplace wants from them. This is how you get a clinically obese woman casting an ad for a fitness soft drink or on a cover of a swimsuit issue that is directed towards heterosexual masculine men. Because of the way we have conditioned people to base their thinking on feelings and opinions, or at least people are presenting themselves as basing their thinking on feelings and opinions. I think a lot of this is just, this is just a ton of virtue signaling that I think people are doing these days. Basically an advertisement for their virtue that Sports Illustrated did. And I think they'll go back to their, what they're supposed to do next year hopefully, or else they're going to lose a lot of business. Based on the way we've conditioned people to base their presentation, let's just say, on feelings and opinions rather than objective facts, people are operating by backward, inaccurate formulas. But I'm going to help you out here. Instead of deciding what you want things to be and then trying to figure out a way to prove yourself right, we talked about this a couple of days ago, instead figure out what actually works and then look for ways that you can work within that framework. Like This is how you create sustainable success. Figure out what works and then just work off of that. Now, is that easy enough? Good. Let's recap today's class, which is how to stop lying to yourself. I saw this post on Instagram, a woman saying that the scale doesn't matter. I'm enough. I'm good enough. These are affirmations that are not new, but I do not agree with them. But I understand that the women, feminine energy, it's more directed towards that. Then I saw this Gatorade fit ad with this woman who is clearly not fit, clearly does not work out on a consistent basis. And if she does, she needs a new trainer. 
And she's the one who's going to be the face of Gatorade Fit, and, or at least the body they use for Gatorade Fit. And I'm like, Gatorade, what the hell are you doing? Same thing with Sports Illustrated. But number one, you need a system for objectively measuring yourself and your actions. This current wave of affirming and validating everybody just because this has been tried and does not lead to positive results. It usually, in the long run, leads to chaos. You need a system that objectively tells you exactly where you're at. You need something. Do not leave your success to your own personal measurement. You are the least qualified person to do it. Number two, get clear on the desired result and measure your actions based on results, not on feelings and opinions. We've created this world that people are thinking about their, how they feel and what their opinion is more than what is actually factually true. And the problem with that is that it leads to chaos. That's the second law. Thermodynamics is the law of entropy. Everything is always moving towards a state of chaos. And if you allow it to, it will just become more and more chaotic. There are way too many people these days basing this thing that they're calling progress on their thoughts and their feelings. But it's not actual progress. It's actually regress. Number three, remember that you are in a results-based business. How much business you generate and whether or not you can get into or stay in business is based on producing results. Zero businesses can sustain over time based on feelings and opinions. They sustain based on objective measurements. Everybody has feelings. Not everybody has a business. Number four. Since you are in a performance and a results-based business, make decisions based on what actually works rather than what you want to work. Those are two different things. Are you able to put your ego aside and focus on what works or are you willing to go down with the ship just focused on your opinions? Figure out what actually works and look for ways you can work within that framework. This is how you create and maintain sustainable success. All that said, two things for you to do. First of all, text me to get my daily motivation every day straight to your phone. My number, 305-384-6894. And workonyourgameuniversity.com so we can get you some accurate formulas and make sure that you have a sustainable, systemic, objective process that will help you get the outcomes that you want and keep getting them over and over and over again because that's what professionals do, the same things the same way every time. I said workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.